You're listening to Adam Air MD GED Underground Cartoon Therapy. You ever feel as if your mind had started to erode? Alright, guys. Uh, welcome back. You fucked up now. You've read the sacred passages of the Adam Air MD GED. Ex mortis. <laughs> oh shit. <coughs> oh fuck. Well, that's some fucking good smoke, man. The mortician found it. Where did Mortician fight it? I don't know. He didn't tell me. <laughs> well, I'm smoking it now. We got a special guest tonight. Jamie. Dude, I met at Russ's house from Squat That Motherfucker episode. Go back and listen to that. He did some other shit, too. I don't remember. Jamie's a cool motherfucker, man. He's got some shit to say. <laughs> More conspiratorial realism for your ass. Seems to be coming up. It's on people's minds, man. You can't hide it forever. Hey, use the fucking show as a platform to vent. I'm not gonna judge you, man. If I don't want to hear about it, I'll just tell you, inside your hour. Today we talk about a bunch of shit, man. PTSD. Cigarettes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I was going to edit the part out, Jamie, but I decided to go ahead and keep it on there. The show's great the way it is. When I was a kid... Watching fucking Dead by Dawn. Evil Dead 2. That shit was the most fucking death metal shit that was out, man. And Bruce Campbell became legend. The mortician's weed, man. <sighs> yeah, Jamie's a cool motherfucker, man. You know, we end up in these positions, man, that are tough right now, dude. Shit happens. Life in fucking America. You're gonna hear a couple of fucking old punks talk about it today. The heart of the show, man. Oh, and by the way, I'm getting ready to go back to the Black Lodge. I think I bring it up on the show, but Jamie doesn't really know anything about it, so we don't talk about it. I'm going to tell you guys, it's a special episode. I'm going back to Twin Peaks. I will access the Black Lodge. It's more than a TV show, motherfucker. An Adam Air MD GED, Underground Cartoon Therapy, is more than a fucking podcast. Keeping up the pod zine, man. Just like the zines we used to put out back in the day. So fucking 
read the sacred passages, uh, and make sure you hold on for your life. We'll be right back. The only, the classic Halloween. Looks like I called at the right time. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yes, sir. So we're 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 just go we're just going. So let's just we're just going. Let's go, shit. We're going, Jamie. It's good to have you on the show. Thanks for fucking uh, being here. Uh, and um, no what are you smoking, by the way? I'm smoking some good gas. Um, I guess it's sativa. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. Gas is what they call it on the East Coast. They don't call it gas on the West Coast, you know that? They ain't, I don't know what they call it out West. Like. Weed. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. I hear, I hear people call it gas, I hear them call it loud. Like, I mean, it ain't no Reggie, because I sure as hell ain't smoking no Reggie. Fuck all that. All right, what's it for the. For the uh, to please the court, explain Reggie. <laughs> Seeds and sticks. <laughs> <laughs> and Mexican brickweed. <laughs> You're talking about old school fucking when... Uh, uh, we used to be smoking that shit off the damn soda pop cans back in the 90s. <laughs> Three Doors Down was still on the radio. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> You know why? Because I remember the Pokemon kids coming in, and they all liked. And I was, uh, I was running a comic book shop, and my boss was always like, "Just play the FM radio." K- KVPI was like the mainstream metal radio, you know. Yeah. And yeah, Master of Puppets comes on every ten songs, you know. <laughs> Everything else is kid rocking corn in between. <laughs> uh-huh. I hated that shit. And or it was Tool. Like I remember Tool was all over the fucking I was like and I couldn't handle motherfuckers that were all tooling all the time, dude. Yeah, me neither. Like I just never got down with it. I, I enjoyed the concepts, but I thought that guy Maynard seemed too pretentious. I wouldn't want to fucking hang out with him. He just seems like he'd be the egghead. I need the center of attention, motherfucker. And hey, I know some. I know some people. Um, I mean, <coughs> musically, like their first two albums. Like, <coughs> I actually dig the fuck out of their first two albums. I like some riffs. I like the drummer, man. I like the guitarist and the drummer. 
some of my friends hear me say this, they probably like say it's blasphemy because they only expect they only expect black metal from Jamie from old Doctor Satan, like because I'm not supposed to listen to anything else. But anything lighter than black metal, right? But I mean, uh, as far as like something like Marilyn Manson, like I don't have no tolerance for Marilyn Manson, like. I don't like Marilyn Manson either. And you know what? The only two things I liked about him was uh, what he said on Bowling for Columbine, which I can't fucking remember what he said on Bowling for Columbine. And then, uh, but it was smart. And I thought, that's smart. Whatever. So that was one piece of credibility I could give the motherfucker. And the other one... The other one was that he had his third rib removed so he could suck his own dick. I, I was like, well, that's impressive. I heard that, too, but then I heard that was just like a big fucking like, rumor. That- I don't care. Even if it is a rumor, that's he got credibility for it. <laughs> the, thing, the, thing that really, the thing that really, like, the whole thing with the Columbine and stuff like that, like how he was, like, pretty much more or less, like, encouraging fucking new high school kids to fucking to do that shit. Like, like, you think that's what he was doing? I didn't hear that on the... I didn't, that's not what I heard. I definitely think that he was, like, fueling the fire, like, through his messaging his music and stuff like you that. You thought he was gaslighting it through the music more? Shit, yeah, man. His first, like, two or three albums, man, like, it, them, them, if you read the lyrics in those first two or three albums, man, like... He's, he's directly fucking telling kids, like, to fucking rebel against their parents and their family and shit like that. Man, that shit ain't cool. Like, uh-uh. what, what do you mean that's not cool? That's all metal and punk is done. Well, I mean... <laughs> and black metal. Black metal, uh, bur- black metal burns your parents' house down, dude. Do you think, me- you think Mayhem's going to come over with a Christmas gift for you? He's going to fucking blow your fucking head off with a sawed-off shotgun, and then he's going to take a picture of your fucking blown-off head, and he's going to make that the cover of the new album. Probably. That, that's what I would do if I was in the biggest black metal gore fucking satanic fucking hell fest on earth. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I get that, like, Marilyn Manson, like, the whole shock rock fucking approach and shit like that, man, but, like, I mean, I just didn't like his music. I, I just didn't like the sound of it. I thought it was too hot topic. That's just, <laughs> that's what I thought. I was like, it's not for me. But if I go to hot topic, I'll fucking hear Marilyn Manson playing. Or if I go to some pretentious little shit bar, I'll hear Marilyn Manson playing. Those, that's how you know. It's just, it was just this watered down. Be, sh- be shit that I fucking had or I hit an older generation of metal and I'm you know I'm, I'm all cool with fucking defying my parents and all that shit now as far as like now if Marilyn Manson was like you should be some spoiled white dick singing you should be some spoiled white dick fucking kids and go and shoot a bunch of uh, kids you know then yeah he probably he probably should have not uh, done it. You know what's weird, Jamie? You no, know, he was definitely fucking like, he was definitely like... Was he gaslighting kids to go to school with firearms and kill their fucking comrades at school? He was definitely fucking like fueling the fire when all that shit happened and stuff like that. Like, he definitely wasn't shying away from that stuff. I shouldn't say comrades because you know those kids were dicks to the kids that shot them up. And you know, man, I can relate to those fucking kids. I'm not saying that's what I would have done at that age, but I remember feeling that way and wanting to fucking kill these fucking yuppie-ass little shit motherfucking assholes 
yuppie fucking kids that entitlement right motherfuckers and their shit don't stink. It's like the outsiders. When I was in middle school in, um, in Santa Florida back in like 1991, me and my friends, like, we fucking, we would see like the, um, like, kind of like jock looking kids that were trying to like pick on little fucking puny, like fucking sixth and seventh graders and stuff like that. And we would fucking, we'd pick on the bullies and fucking beat the bullies up. Like, yeah. The bullies didn't know what to think of us. Like, I'm going to fucking, I'm dead serious, dude. I'm going to middle school fucking wearing damn, wearing fucking DSI and Cannibal Corpse and fucking, and bathroom fucking shirts fucking. <laughs> and my friends, too. Like, we're all, like, fucking a hot 14 years old, dude. Like, we ain't fucking with nobody, but, like, first time we seen that going down, like, these fucking, these punk-ass, these bitch-ass kids, like, fucking with these sixth graders, and, like, we were only in the seventh grade, but, like, Waited till after school, fucking, and did get on the bus and like followed them home because they fucking they walked home. They only lived like a ten minute walk from school. Like we followed them and got like about a hundred feet behind them and fucking and called two of them out. We were two brothers and stuff like that, and we were like, "Hey, y'all!" and fucking busted them up like broad daylight. <laughs> They're all like, "But you should, you should be with us." And like, "Nah, y'all are a bunch of bitches." Like. Picking on fucking little nerdy kids, fucking wearing glasses, fucking just trying to get their education, but they're picking on us, man. I'm losing you, man. Sorry. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, that's even louder, too, so I want you to be louder. Be a little louder, even. But no, we just, we waited till after school, and we, and, and we followed home, and we beat them up, like, for picking on the, the little kids, like... Yep, I remember the, the feeling that way too, man. Especially because, you know, I don't know about you, but I was coming from a violent, you know, homestead already. Where I lived was pretty violent too on, on an island in North Carolina. Just right up the road from you, man, where you're at right now. Oh, yeah? Yep, I was, uh, I grew up on that island. And it was just different than where I grew up previously in Ohio. And, you know, fucking Southern motherfuckers ain't got no uh, remorse for a Yankee, you know, coming down there and still having caused all this trouble that they did. Yeah. Uh, you know? <laughs> well, it's true. They, there's still a, a thick-ass layer of shitball racism. Man, most of the people in this part of the country, it doesn't matter what their nationality is, like, they're fucking... Over half of them are fucking so narrow-minded, like, and that's why I'm not living in this fucking in this part of the country. Like, as I get older, like, Atlanta's predominantly black, and you're gonna have a hard time. You're gonna be hard pressed being some white Nazi dick going in there and trying to be whatever, you know, because you're probably gonna get fucked over pretty fast. I mean, Atlanta's black, dude. It belongs to the black people, you know. Yeah, it surely does. Yeah, absolutely. I believe that. And it's cool that it is, you know? And um, hey, like, I ain't got no problem with that. Riding through downtown on Friday with my stepdad to go pick up our friend that's staying with us. I didn't fucking realize, like, how much shit they fucking built up downtown. Like, I'm bored. Like, <laughs> I thought New York City was out of their minds. Like, they're out of their fucking minds downtown Atlanta, too. Like, everywhere they can find, like, somewhere where there's, like, a parking garage that fucking that isn't used or deemed fucking dingy they're fucking putting up a fucking condo or something there like <laughs> oh yeah loopholes man loopholes in the laws that exist for hey, them step, you know hey look my stepdad was telling me too that like 
they're going through all like they've been going through all like the like the hoods and stuff like that like in Atlanta like trying really hard to fucking to gentrify them and shit like that like white people need to just fuck off a lot you know it's just like you know stick a bunch of these racist white motherfuckers like in Wisconsin Minnesota you know where it doesn't fucking matter because everybody's fucking just pretty much white there anyway you know or just some shit. Stick him on. Stick him. Stick him in the you know in the Mariana Trench. <laughs> Drown those motherfuckers. That's really the reality. You know. I, I'm so sick of the fucking man. We can't even do nothing until these racist dicks are fucking gone. And it's like, it's one thing to feel. Like, you know what's so sad about it though? Like we're gonna be here fucking long after fucking me and you are gone. That's our, I believe, Sumerian text, y'all. And that, I believe that's where that comes from. Is from these ancient astronauts that engineered us. Actually, racism comes from them. And depression, and mental illness, and PTSD, and fucking the fear of drowning, and the fear of heights, and vertigo, and a number of thousands of other fucking mental disorders that you can't find anywhere else in the fucking Milky Way galaxy, but you can find right here on Earth. Right here on this fucking slab of gravel. It's 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 not even that. It's a fucking it's a it's a lice egg on a fucking lice egg on a lice egg. It's a big old it's a big gigantic fucking functioning fucking crack rock floating in fucking space. <laughs> yeah, it's like a fucking level eight hologram. You don't even know if the shit's fucking legit because realities change and then people start freaking out about that oh i know for a fact the bible said this and that now i'm gonna freak out (laughs) or i know her name was sally fields the one that freaked me out was uh the the ed mcmahon one you remember the the fucking uh publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes Okay, but you know, now on the timeline, that never happened. You know that, right? Wait a minute, what the fuck are you talking about? No, that's why people are actually freaking out about events like this, because... And that's the one that freaks me out, because... What do you mean it never happened? Ed McMahon never worked for Publishers Publishers Clearinghouse. He worked for American Family Publishers... Which sounds like some alternate Earth bullshit to me. Or like the thing that great-grandma would fucking be getting. Because there was like levels of published... There was level... Let's be fair. There was levels of sweepstakes that were out. But I remember they were for different crowds. And I remember like Publishers Clearinghouse sweepstakes was directed at the TV soap Daytime uh, MILFs. That were at home, single moms or whatever the fuck, <laughs> uh, taking care of their fucking kid, watching Jerry Springer. You know what I mean? Oh, Lord. Okay, so, you know. <laughs> and that was like when they, when Steve was still a fucking, uh, in the, in the, he, yeah, that's right. They were all, Steve, Steve, Steve. And then like, what, eight years later, it's the Steve Wilco show. You know? Because yeah, he he became more popular than Jerry, and there was instances on plenty of shows where Steve was just more popular than Jerry. 
you know what fucks my head up? Like, I'm trying to figure out how in the hell did fucking Maury Povich sort of went from the damn host of a current affairs fucking to fucking <laughs> to a whole cold-blooded talk show that's been on TV for almost 30 fucking years late. I want to see Maury Povich have to take the lie detector test. That's what I want to see. I want to, hey, Maury, are these eight black women that fucking claim these are your fucking kids? (laughs) You know, and they have. They have. If you go back, they were just all cover-ups. You have to dig deep. You can't even find the information anymore. Wait, he had fucking, he had, like, kids out of wedlock with... Wow. That's what, and everybody was like, that's preposterous. I would like to see these women brought back with their fucking kids and him have to fucking take the fucking lie detector. That'd be funny as fuck if it came back fucking to be like. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. That. <laughs> Wait a minute. Then my world would be crushed what do you mean he's your guy you like that guy do you really like Maury Povich are you a Maury Povich fucking dude I think that show was a fucking trick dude I just don't trust that guy as far as I could fucking whistle Dixie I don't trust any of them either I'm just fucking talking shit ah, <laughs> that's good no for real he kind of freaks me out Maury Povich I'm just like how do you got access to this, these levels of people when you're obviously some fucking, like, you know, upper-class motherfucker probably, like, got Hamptons, East Hamptons, fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's up there with Jerry Seinfeld. Or if he's just from some loaded family that wants to fucking exploit lower-class people, right? And then he gets it on TV, and they run fucking car commercials and fucking, you know, hey... Are you tired? <laughs> yeah. Do you need a an attorney, or uh, have you been illegally injured in an accident? Yeah. I did my fake one, man. I was like, my name's S. W. Sanford, and if you've if you've been illegally unfairly injured in an accident, you can call me. And then I shifted up and I go. Call S.W. Sanford right now. Call 1-800-S.W. You know. Because <laughs> you know they used the... <laughs> He's like, I'm the, fa- I'm the fat fuck that fucking's going to rip your shit. I'm going to take 98% of your fucking money and make more shitty fucking commercials to rip off assholes like you, you fuck. And make you like it. You maggot fuck. Now you fucking lick my shoe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Joe Pesci. No. <laughs> the Joe Pesci lawyer, day- daytime television, you know. I. Yeah, that was it, though, man. There wasn't anything fucking going on, man. You know? I don't even know where that even came from, that whole fucking... I remember commercials back in the 80s for fucking TV VCR repair classes you could take. TV VCR repair. You remember that shit? Are you fucking around still? <laughs> I think he died, y'all. Okay, he's back. Okay. No, I'm still here. No, I'm, still, I'm definitely still here. Holy I'm shit. This photo that's what's going on. Hey, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. You hear that? I don't got the patience to make a fucking tomato cone right now. I got no time to be a complacent stoner. 
See what I'm saying? Well, I just fucking bought this motherfucking order today, and I still, well, these two buds right here are every bit of like fucking five grams between the two of these fucking nuts right here, like look like a look like a beautiful fucking set of nuts. I hear you. Well, anyways, edit that part. <laughs> Oh no, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not. I don't. I don't edit shit, Jamie. Sorry, oh, man. <laughs> the nuts stay in, and they came out of your mouth. Oh! They sure did. <laughs> don't worry about it. Hey, you. Two most beautiful buds that you ever laid your eyes on. And just looking at them in the bag, that's what they look like. They look like a set of nuts, like. Okay, I did just out there to people listening. Uh, Jamie is the friend of Russ from Squat That Motherfucker, and then uh, he was on the New York episode and a few other things, you know. Um, but uh, you had me fucking scared about, for those who have heard those episodes and, like, have heard this guy, Jamie scared the shit out of me earlier saying that he fucking, I thought he said he had been back in the ER. I'm glad that's not what you said, dude. No, not. Ooh. Anybody out there who's listening to this podcast, if you already don't know me, you should already know now that Jamie, Dr. Satan, whichever you choose to refer to me as, is not a bashful person at all. Being from the Southeast, you have to have discipline. You've got to have a very dry sense of humor. And got to roll with the fucking, you got to roll with the fucking, with the, with the punches. That really is it. I can hear those East Coast birds in the background. I don't know, I don't know if the, the re, it'll come out on the recording, but I can hear it. Well, we have, um, at least in the, in the summertime, we have hummingbirds. My, my mom, well, Jim hangs them up, but. On the outside of the porch, we got two um, things that he puts sugar water in, and they come and but they fight over that sugar water. It's funny as hell. I'll be sitting out here smoking, getting gassed up. These damn birds will be sitting there beefed out over some fucking sugar water. Like, is that what they love, though? Sugar water? Hell yeah. Why do you think the wind flaps so damn fast? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I never thought about it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm pretty sure that's not why. Like, but yeah. yeah um, I think they're gone in for the, for the day, though, right now. That's crazy. It's quarter to nine and it's fucking not dark outside. Definitely something wrong with the world. Well, you know you know my theories about it, dude, is it's because of um Planet X and uh it's because of the Nemesis system. I'm one of those guys who still believes that shit. That it's still happening and just because it didn't happen inside the time frame humanity you know, either A, lost interest, or B, doesn't care anymore because it's taking too long, you know, <laughs> which is the same thing. <laughs> uh, they're just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I've been following it, and honestly, it's a long, enduring process. I've heard a lot of shows. I've heard a lot of Art Bell. I yeah. followed a lot of guys. I followed specific people on YouTube who went MIA. Hey, when I was when I when I got locked up in South Carolina back in 2003, I listened to Art Bell every night. Oh yeah. We had the lockdown. Yeah, I would listen to him all night. Me and that was the shit. The guy, me and the guys in my in my in my cell were three man cells. We would we 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 twist up about like three or four blunts, 
and fucking put a towel down by the door, fucking spray like some fucking <clears throat> freshman shit and stuff like that, and fucking put the fan by the window and fucking smoke like three or four guards and fucking then we we turn on coast to coast and put a list of Art Bell all night for real. Isn't that a great fucking story? I mean, you know, I uh, I dumped myself. I was squatting. And uh, I I dumpstered this uh, little transistor radio, and on one side it was a He-Man face, and on the other what side the was Skeletor. That's badass, dude! I fucking love the shit out of He-Man. And the He-Man side was the FM, and the, and the Skeletor side was the AM. And I would just have, I got the pleasure of looking at Skeletor for fucking you know six hours while I listened to fucking. You know, two or three uh, nice reruns of Art Bell, classic That's Art Bell. You know, and uh, yeah. and I did the same thing pretty much. I basically had my own twisties and or whatever the fuck I was uh, <coughs> uh, smoking, and it was always weed, y'all. I never smoked anything else. I've never smoked anything else but cigarettes and fucking weed. I never smoked DMT. Did you? Fuck no. What do you mean, what, wait, what do you mean DMT, like? Well, you don't know what DMT is? Well, I mean, I've, I've smoked Angel Dust and PCP, like. I actually did do three hits of, of like, what dust. Is, what is DMT, like? I smoked salvia one time, and I would never touch that again. Oh, God. I actually did a hit off that, too. No, no, no. So I've already lied three times. Thanks for sh- making me a fucking liar. What do you mean? Well, because I did smoke, well... The first time I smoked dust, I was in the new. I was in New York City, and I, uh, and I was helping my friend Garth sell these paperback books on Third and St. Marks. And Lenny Kravitz lived right across the street, and he just come over and talk to us, and we'd be hustling and shit. And he loved the books; he'd just stand there and get shit. And uh, this guy, he had he was like the albino dude with the fucking long ass white dreads. He had the white weirdo pleather trench coat thing. He looked like some fucking generic reject off the Matrix motherfucker, you know? (laughs) And he was the dust dude in Tompkins Square Park at that time. Yeah. And he had, his little calling card was to put a fucking pipe in your hand. And it had a hit in it. Normally I would have just tossed that motherfucker and I don't know what came over me. I just fucking smoked the shit. (laughs) <laughs> and I fucking ast- planed above uh, the top of uh, uh, this building across Third and St. Marks. You know where I'm talking about. You, you, and and I was I was flying above it. I was flying above this fucking building, and I was like, "Oh my!" And I was looking down at myself, wasted out of my mind already. And when I came to, I fucking was like, I'm out of here, man. And I was already trapped in an abusive relationship. And I think smoking the dust kind of pushed it back, pushed me back into it. And I had to leave New York and go back into this abusive shit that I was in, in Colorado. And I ended up having a kid and... It was just stupid. I don't know. I I should have if I would have just stayed in New York, I wouldn't have got involved with all that shit. But uh, sometimes you get like involved with like people that have PTSD already. Yep. Uh-huh. 
and they're getting hooked up with people who have abused them. And I was coming, trying to escape that to go into New York, and I was welcome into New York, but I couldn't get out of it. And uh, I fucking ended up back in a situation with the abuser. And then got her pregnant, God Almighty. And, uh, you know, didn't leave my kid. I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. You know, want to get the fuck out of there. I'm sure people have, uh, you got, yeah. you, you okay? You talking during, what's going on? No, no, you're all good. Um, I'm like opening up. You're like fucking talk. You're like Gordon making an order for Taco Bell. What are you doing? <laughs> no, somebody came and asked me for a cigarette and I told him that they were in the house. Oh. Uh. <laughs> See how sensitive this shit is, Jamie? There should be two packs like in here somewhere. Oh my god. I'll just wait until you guys fucking get back from cigarette no, no, mark. You're all, no, you're all good. No, no, don't let me interrupt you, man, in the middle of the fucking show or anything. No, nah. <laughs> <laughs> You guys hearing this shit out there? I hope you're having a good laugh. Well, outside of your uh, morbid cigarette interests that you're having in rudely in the middle of the show here, still, um, Sorry, I'm talking about PTSD because that's what the show's really about. It's not about y'all cigarettes. <laughs> Um, it, what it is, it's about PTSD. Um, and it's about, uh, you know, being in an abusive relationship. And I don't want you to fucking blow that off, because that'll upset me, and then I'll just scrap the show. Yeah. So please don't, because it's important. You're still talking about fucking cigarettes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Why don't you go ahead and just talk about cigarettes, dude? Thank you. You should have just told him, man. I'm on. I'm doing a show. Can you do that? Is that cool? I'm about to tell him right now. Tell him right now, please. All right. Please. Appreciate, man. Listen, I'm grabbing a cigarette out of this packet and I'm going back outside, man. So. Team <laughs> called on the phone. That's like kind of like a common courtesy to. For most people to to let them talk, but let me get rid of these cigarettes. So just get it. It's cool, man. Uh, hey, man, it's gold to me. Hold on just a second. I'm about to bear with me. For people who actually have PTSD who are hearing this, I'm sorry, and I hope it is some kind of comedy relief for you on some level too, <laughs> like it is for me, or I am trying to yeah make it that way. We'll be right fucking back bizarre and brutal series of crimes in America. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. After you stop screaming, you'll start talking about it. Make it all. time at Taco Chime, you can get four ultra-cheesy roll-up tacos for 99 cents. Wow, that's a good deal. 
made with flatbread, grilled beef, and special wine sauce. You don't forget better. Come in before six and make it a combo for free. Wow, that's going overboard. I'm sold. Taco chat. Boom. We're not live, so you don't have to worry about that. Oh, okay. Well, even if he was, like, I'm no, I pre-record everything. It's cool. Do you? Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I don't believe in life because this kind of shit could happen. And if people were actually listening to that just now, for real, real, and you were talking about cigarettes, like in the middle of something so important, because that's what my show's about, you know. It's for well, it's for people. Don't think that I'm taking like this as a joke or something like that. I don't think that I don't think that, and I'll let it all this out. But I'm just saying, you know, if you know, if people were listening to that live, yeah, they would have taken offense to it. Well, my bad on that part. Well. I ha- it reminds me that I should express the importance of how this is an underground um, uh, mental health platform. It's not an answer. It's not the suicide hotline. It won't save anybody's life, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it's just some punks that they can hear that have been through some shit like you and I have. And they feel, you know, like they might want to fucking check out and shit. Or uh, PTSD is symptomatic for people to feel like they want to hurt themselves or someone around them. You know? Yeah. And it's like a serious thing right now, right? Oh, of course it is, man. Like- so we can talk shit, and it's cool. That's what I like to have that as a platform, because we both have PTSD. But we both get to talk about, you know, or we got to take that part serious. I want to take that part serious. That makes two of us. That's all I'm asking, man. I'm not mad. Uh, I It does remind me to express the how important it is before him. Yeah, exactly. It does remind me to do that. And to keep moving forward, you know, because people like you are helping me make this possible, dude. And man, that's all that's all we can do in this life, man, is keep one foot in front of the other, man, and keep your head up. Like I uh I do like, you know, I was able I'm gonna keep part of that cigarette thing on there. <laughs> uh no, it's the reality of shit, though. People are going to ask you for a cigarette. They don't know what you're doing. And this this whole thing's so primitive and fucking brand new, dude. Uh, and there just hasn't... I haven't heard too many people do it like this. But I, I hope they do. And I hope that more people can come forward with, the, with talking more forward like I am. And people like you who talk forward... Because a lot of my friends do, and and that's the cool, uh, cooler part about this is, I can't get all my friends 
to fucking come forward, obviously, and be on the show, and nor am I, I'm really just asking a few to keep coming back, you know? Yeah. And, uh, that are in the know on more things, because, you know, not everybody knows what you know, so people with PTSD, that's a hard thing to remember, too, especially if it's, uh, just fucking triggering your ass. I get it, man. <laughs> uh... It's fucking exhausting life, right? <laughs> Man, you don't have to say that twice. Good lord. I I won't either. And uh, not even to be a smartass. <laughs> it's too hot for this shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Disgustingly fucking hot. It's not fucking fucking uh, peaches and cream on this side, bro. I'll tell you that. It's fucking. Yeah, not on this side either. We just got out of this fucking heat wave. Motherfucker died in this shit, dude. My friend's a mortician that I live with, and it was someone that died in the heat wave, and they brought her in. <clears throat> just happened. I, I told you, my grandfather, he, um, that's what, that's what led to his death on July 4th, 1986. And they cut the grass outside, and it was like 100 plus degrees, and he had like a mild heat stroke, and... It's awful. it's awful. It's awful. That's the most terrible. That's the most terrible day of my life. That's the day that my that my life took a turn for. I'm not going to say for the worst, but it it definitely took a hard left turn. <laughs> I hear it. I mean, you know, like I hear it. I I just I feel uh, things are just so crazy. The weight. Everything's just changing so fast all the fucking time now. It is changing fast, man. Altering fast and faster and faster. And all the new knowledges and stories that come out uh, accompanying the these times. I, yeah. You know, um, and most of it's ancient shit. And, you know, it's just, it's totally relevant, man. But I do believe that I do believe that, guys, that the reason we have PTSD is because our DNA is altered by these engineers. Yeah. And I think Ridley Scott knew, knows that shit, and he made that movie Prometheus, and Prometheus does take place in a specific part of the Sumerian text, specifically the Sumerian text that the military just uncovered in Iraq during 2004. Yeah. Um, which was the Sumerian clay tablets of Lord Enki. And uh, from those tablets, you're described these guys that are called Nephilim. They're, they're the offspring of whatever is left of the Anunnaki, which take would take place after Prometheus, because uh, they killed a bunch of the Anunnaki off, and then they kept, like, you know, maybe 10,000 tops. Yeah. And, they, and there was five different engineered Adamic slaves at that time for places around the world to mine for gold. Yeah. But because we had spirit in us, and that was because of Anki, uh -huh. we now had an understanding that these guys who were trying to pretend to be gods in front of us were not our gods. 
Uh-huh. They were whatever. And we were getting smarter than them at one point. And we created the Tower of Babel and put a spaceship in that motherfucker and tried to escape these dicks. And we all spoke the same tongue. Every race on the planet spoke the same tongue. And they changed it. And whatever that tongue would have been was would have probably been like Middle Eastern, I'm assuming. Because that would have been the area. So whatever the ancient Sumerian pre-Babylonian language tongue, that's what it would have been. It would have been like, it would have sounded like Egyptian or some shit. All everybody though on the whole the whites, the blacks, the new blacks, the Mexicans, the Native Americans, and the Asians—they all would have been, they all would have been uh, speaking Egyptian. Yeah. And then, after we try to escape, they split all of our tongues up, and that's why they call it Babel. Because now we don't, under, you know, we do, we have, we can't understand each other, obviously, but we, you know, you need a dictator or a translator, some shit, you know? Yeah. Most people just don't know foreign languages like that, you know? Uh-huh. They're lucky if they know one or two. Damn, I switched my room up, man. I took this damn mat that I had in here that was disgustingly nasty and fucking... Sister had this futon that she's not taking with her to Florida and stuff like that, and she gave it to me. I didn't keep the frame, but I kept the mat. Like, in, oh, oh, yes, indeed, Lord, I'm enabled to be a fucking a lazy, disgusting fat body eating my Snickers. Oh yeah, listen, Russ just fucking texted me. Yeah, dude, I tried to answer in your phone call, dude, but last night was crazy at the apartment, dude. It was funny. <laughs> so that's from Russ, you all. An in-depth, uh, fucking, uh, in-depth review from Russ. That's about as in-depth as it's going to get, huh, Jamie? Yeah, I called him in the early afternoon, like, maybe 30 or 40 minutes before I talked to you, like, when we, um, talked earlier. And he, um... He um he cut his hair. He's got a he's got a he's got a, a, a mullet now. I saw the the green hair, and it reminded me of Kimberly on Different Strokes. <laughs> when she fucking got when she washed her hair in acid rain. I was like, that is he does look. He look. He does look like Dana Plato by the time she was about twenty eight or whatever, you know. <laughs> I'm awful, man. You're a terrible person. That's all right. Howard Howard Stern killed her. That's pretty much what happened because she was on the Howard Stern show, and I remember hearing that shit. They even did a fucking like uh, write up about it, like, or they remade it for TV to make it look like Howard Stern was just. Pretty much vilifying and making direct pot shots at Dana Plato, and she ended up dead the next day, man. I mean, she pretty much just fucking OD. I mean, she was her career was already over with, and those kids—they all got fucked, man. You know, it was weird too. The kid who played Willis, right? 
Yeah. Uh, Todd, what was his name? Todd Bridges? Yeah, Todd Bridges, yep. Um, he uh, was the next guy that Johnny Cochran represented after O.J. Simpson. Damn. Did you know that? I did not know that. There's a little MDGD for you, y'all. And um, that one, fucking, uh, he walked on that, too. That He walked on his shit, too. And he ki- he did kill. He totally was a gangbanger that fucking did some bad shit. He didn't get framed, and they just couldn't peg him for the fucking shit. And he had Johnny Cochran. Nobody was even going to attempt to even go against Cochran after the OJ case. They were like, no way. I didn't know that. And he walked. He walked on like three counts. Damn. You know, and just walked. I don't know what happened to him after that. Gary Coleman was the only one that stayed real, as far as I know. Show where they have like um the world's dumbest criminals and all that stupid stuff with like Tyler Harding and these other like people who what fucking Gary Coleman's dead, dude. No, I'm talking about um Todd Bridges. Oh, Todd Bridges is. I was like, oh my god, another fucking what? Ed McMahon obviously didn't do uh, Publishers Clearinghouse now, right? Ever seen the? (laughs) Ever seen that show, World's Dumbest Criminals? Oh, I, I I have seen uh, and where he popped one or whatever. Yeah, he's like one of the um, one of like the people, like one of the co-hosts or something like that. Oh, okay, and it's his fucking joint. Some of these other like Danny Pappas, so I don't know what his damn. Oh is. yeah, Danny Bonaducci. There you go, Danny Bonaducci. Yeah. Partridge Family Temple. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man. <laughs> I, know, I know people that actually watch that. I'm like, are y'all serious, man? Like, you got nothing better to do like, than to watch this shit. Like, <laughs> get a grip. And they're like, well, you watch fucking football and baseball. I'm like, but at least that's entertaining. Like, whatever. <laughs> nope. It's human trafficking. That's what it is. <laughs> What's that? Baseball and football? Yeah, just ask any parking lot. Just ask any baseball or football parking lot. They'll tell you straight up. It's about human trafficking. Brought to you by methylated Doritos. Methylated Doritos. You like that shit? Keeps your breath fresh, man, while you're fucking Jones and then MSG. Because <laughs> <laughs> no chicks really like cheese breath in the end. No. They don't. No matter what guys think. Don't fucking do it. You better have some fucking juicy fruit, at least, motherfucker. And even that's kind of playing it to the T, you know? (laughs) Man, this has been a great show with you. I'm glad you've been on. You know? Ow. Damn, I think I just bit the fuck out of my tongue. You did, didn't you? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bite your tongue, motherfucker. No. (laughs) Satisfies. So where are you at in Atlanta? Which part, man? I'm about 30 miles east of Atlanta. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
go to town calling Kanye's. Oh, man. I'm glad I'm not there. But I am uh, heading to the Mississippi, so I might as well be. It's not going to be too much different, you know? I'm heading to the river, man. I'm going to open up a gallery out there. If I do, I'll let you know and you can help me out. But I'm finding something along the Little Egypt, Southern Illinois. I'm, I'm just going to be there until April 24. And then I'm out. I'm going to stay on the river until then. So I'm going to leave so, here in about a week or whatever. In about a week. So you don't know anybody down there at all? Nope. That's even better. Oh, I love it, man. I can't wait. After all the bullshit environments I've been subjected to and the pettiness of people needing to be on a census roll and voting and uh, on and on and all the tragedies that be that come with it. I just don't even want to play any of these guys' shit, man. You know, I think as when it starts violating the things that can't protect itself. And I happen to be on that list, you guys, because I'm fucking technically disabled, and I've been getting fucking SSI since I was 18. I've been on SSI twice. You know? Since I was 18. Because I got popped working. My, my, uh, my buddy opened up a comic book shop in North Denver, and I fucking left because I thought I had, I left him because I thought I had a better deal here in Portland, but it was a bunk ass deal in here in Portland. So I went back and he didn't tell me, but he filed taxes on me. What the fuck? And he handed me a fucking paycheck. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What the fuck's this? And he goes, I had to file, I had to file you as an employee. And and less than a week later, man, SSI dogs in Colorado were just like, woo, 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 you know, that's fucking nuts. And I had to deal with them barking at my aunt. Oh, you can't do. That. I was like, man, I get four and a quarter a month from you guys. This was in nineteen late nineties. You know, I get four and a quarter off you guys. Like, give me a fucking break. Half that goes to child support. I don't, what, do, what am I supposed to fucking do? I gotta fucking work anyway. You guys don't get it. Like, you go, you can't collect SSI. I was like, you can't fucking tell me this shit. You know? And the law in Colorado is so fucking stupid. And how I had to go through the Colorado Coalition for the Homeless and all this crap. Uh-huh. Ugh. The fucking, it's some Mormon ran bullshit. Colorado. Is still ran by Salt Lake City to this day. It's this fucking moronic, inbred, last of the gun toting asshole, black and dusty fucking dicks, Colorado. There ain't no there ain't no heart in it. It costs more now to live in it, and they're twice as big of dicks as as they were when I left fucking fifteen plus years ago, dude. That's insane. You know, and after I knew it was coming, 
I was like, you know, the biggest problem was they didn't decriminalize weed. They just legalized it. And as soon as they legalized it, they were able to tax it. And that's what the fuck they do. And that's why the rents went up. And that's why everything costs more. It's just this big-ass scam. They know they're surrounded by nothing. They got the monopoly. What is fucking Denver surrounded by? Let's take a look. Fucking Arizona, or Arizona, Texas, Nebraska, Wyoming. There's nothing. It. There's nothing there, dude. There's nothing for 500 miles in any direction. Basically, you got Fort Collins, and they're gonna jack the shit up there too. You know what I mean? You got Kansas City to the right, Salt Lake City to the left. KC, KC's a crack fucking dump. What do you got to the north of that? What's north of Colorado? Uh, Let me get on safari for a minute here. Cheyenne, Fargo. <laughs> Let me see here. Omaha. <laughs> you know, it's all flatland ass motherfucker too. You know. Oh, let's see here. Yeah, you're right about that. Let's see here. Because well, you got the Grand Tetons up in Wyoming. And there's mountain ranges all obviously through New Mexico. But as soon as you go fucking east, y'all, there ain't shit. It's a cornfield until you get to the Mississippi River, okay? Yeah, you got um, you got Wyoming to to the, you got Kansas to the, you got Kansas to the east, Nebraska to the northeast, Wyoming to the northwest, Utah to the west. Yeah, and all that's mountain ranges. And Wyoming has the Tetons, and they're beautiful. They're awesome, man. New Mexico and, and the Panhandle of Oklahoma to the south, and I guess kind of sort of Arizona because Colorado's caught up in that whole, like, Four Corners shit. Like, huh. Yeah, I, I went to Four Corners to a fucking rainbow gathering there, dude. Oh, yeah? Yeah, way back, 92. I mean, it was a long time ago, man. Obviously. Uh huh. Yeah, Arizona, like, um, I don't know. I've only done Arizona, like, a couple of times. Like, it wasn't never really, it wasn't never really, yeah, you're welcome. It wasn't never really my pot of tea, I guess, like. They got they got something strange going on in Arizona that I don't want to be part of. Like I don't know what it is, and I'm not trying to know what it is. Like that's just all there is to that. Like, well, you know what's you know anything about ley lines? What? Nah, what's a ley line? Ley lines are these magnetic lines that blanket the earth. I'm doing a podcast with a friend right now, Becky. Hold on now. Tell me what they are again. They're magnetic lines that. Uh, grid the earth. Uh, they look like a... You ever seen the uh, UN um, the UN logo? It's got the whole world and it's got like a spider web over it. I lost you, man. Yeah. You've seen that before? Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, those, those are technically ley lines. They're electromagnetic lines that that exist that when they intersect they cause power vortexes yeah 
Okay, so under Arizona is one of the big, you know, seven. You got to imagine like seven of these PowerPoints end up coming into play. That means there are over 20 that intersect. This one has like 25 to 27. I don't know what it is. It's like 25 ley line points. Something like that. It's right around there. And uh, that's a lot. And what and you know what they call that on the ley line point? What's that? Because everything has a, a everything's called something. Uh, there's one in Utah on uh, Elkhead Island. Yeah. And uh, there's one under Arizona on the border of Mexico. What's that called? Yuma or what? What's it called? Okay. Do you know? Under Tucson. In Mexico. Under Tucson. That's um. That's that's like Nogales. Right there. That's what is the vortex of madness. Whatever that little place is that you just said. That's where this on the grid line map. It's called the vortex of madness. Because all these inner and it creates this these portals. It creates portals, and uh, I noticed that wherever these children internment camps are for these kids that are like refugee kids that are just prisoners in America now. Yeah. Uh, all of them are on ley line points. I thought that was interesting. Okay. That's wild. I didn't know that. Like, huh. See, I learn something new every time you and I have a conversation. Lee. Well, that's why I'm stud I studied to be an MD GED. <laughs> a mad dog general education diplomatic. <laughs> hey, I'm not knocking your head for one shit, my brother. Shit. I appreciate you being on the show tonight, man. We've hit the end of the fucking hour. And you don't have to worry about your sweet family needing you all the way through the fucking thing. Jesus H. Christ. Hey, we can still keep talking if you want to. Like, I no, it's cool. It's I, I give people basically an hour and I get the fuck out of here. We're at the 56-46 mark. Oh, do you? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. This is the end, son. Is he in the road, boy? <laughs> <laughs> you better tear, you better sell your soul to rock and roll, boy. <laughs> Smoke up, son. That's the reality of it. For, that's, never a bad, that's never a bad idea. You see what I'm saying? And the mom likes to smoke too. And my mom likes to smoke too, yo. Know? That's cool, huh? We got cool moms. We got lucky. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I, like, I like to smoke like a broke stove, though. I can't even lie. Like, yeah. You got anything uh, everlasting, everlasting words to blast out on this fucking, you know, underground podcast, whatever, fucking podzine shit? <laughs> 
best advice I can give the people, like if, if anybody hears this, is this why you're here in this world, in this realm, like don't ever be afraid to think for yourself into and to speak for yourself. Have a lot, like have a voice and just don't ever be a follower. Fuck all that shit. Like be your own person. It doesn't matter fucking who you are or what you are. Just, just be who just be yourself. Like, that's the best I can do. And you guys don't ever have to worry about me being some Joe Rogan, Alex Jones fucking dick who's going to be like, oh, worship me. <laughs> you know, I I will never tell you, if anything, I'm going to be punk rock and tell you the same thing Jamie just said. In reality, I might joke and, and joke about some shit, but in reality, nah, man, don't follow it. Don't follow it. Listen to what Jamie's saying, and I, I agree. I think that... Uh, Right now, it's vital to be DIY, um, to really, you know, just be you. The only thing I follow is that ganja smoke. That's all I follow. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) That's the end of the road, boy. (laughs) We done hit 59.14, and we're about to come in for a landslide, son. You got anything else to say? You got 10 seconds. I'm about to spark this bowl. Hold on a second. Oh, shit. Uh, Whoa. (coughs) That's all she wrote. No truer coughs have been coughed in. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jamie. You take care of yourself. We're going to get you back on again. It's been a fucking blast. Absolutely. <laughs> Tell mom, thank you for everything. Absolutely, my brother. Okay, I'm out. We'll be right back. It's Monster mystery riddle. Watercolors not included. Reveal the hidden pictures that are your clues for solving the monster riddle. One monster mystery in specially marked boxes of the monster cereals. Well, hope you guys had a good fucking time tonight. <clears throat> Jamie's a cool motherfucker. Actually, uh, stick around at the end of the credits here. I put a special bonus, uh, Malt vinegar challenge. <laughs> Where I actually went to Long John Silver's, dude, and hoisted fucking 100 fucking packages to refill a vintage bottle of Long John Silver's. Because uh, uh, malt vinegar is a glass bottle. My theory is that they probably won't be around much longer, dude. You know, who knows? Anyway, man. Jamie, you're cool, dude. And thank you for being respectful. Uh, you know, PTSD is some serious ass shit. I like to joke around on the show. Sometimes it's not fucking funny. Just kind of tell which way the fucking cold moon is freezing, motherfucker. You know what I mean? It's really up to the freezing moon. Jamie. Good dude. Keep hanging that wallpaper. Guys, stick around. 
I got more shows coming up, and like I said, I'm going to uh, Twin Peaks to find a Black Lodge. I gotta make a statement about the fucking Catfish show. I took it down because <laughs> C2 threatened to quit. And C2's threatening to quit if I go to Twin Peaks, pretty much. He thinks I'm fucking around with shit that is bigger than me, and he believes it. C2 may not be around much longer, I don't know. He's going through some changes. And I respect C2, and... If she has to go, she has to go, do her thing, man. Life goes on. I love C2. I've had some of the coolest shows in the world with C2. And if C2's listening... Tons of love, man. Sorry things went south. But I did yank the show anyway, ironically, uh, because it turns out the guy works for this evil conglomerate MTV, but I saw that he had children, and he's like this single fucking dad, and motherfuckers have to work to take care of their kids. And he was going to get fired if I kept the fucking show up. He didn't tell me that. I figured it out. And then I presented it to him. And he said I was a genuine person. And so I took the motherfucker down. My ego's not worth all that shit, so motherfucker's going to lose their job. I don't care. I'm not that fucking crooked. I do got some criminal bones. But that's not one of them. You know, I had some pretty in-depth talks with Jamie, man, before the show, and shit gets deep in fucking New York, man, you know? Sorry I had to tell you some information that was deeper than all that, but, you know, I haven't released it on the show. I don't know who I'm going to. It is my fucking show. Motherfuckers out there, don't be afraid to say whatever the fuck you want, man, you know? There's so much hate out there. I want to fucking counteract that shit with some brutal truth. <laughs> brutal truth. I like that band too, but Dan Lilker pissed me off. <laughs> I might as well tell the fucking story, fuck it, while we're listening to Mayhem. I fucking did a show with Brutal Truth uh, at the Ozzatlan Theater and we smoked this fucking joint that was like the size of a fucking small tree log, man. I shit you not. And he had two of them. The drummer. I don't remember the drummer's name. So I fucking, he said, hey man, whenever I get on stage, go ahead and come bring it down between the fourth and the fifth fucking song. So I tried to, man. And these security guards started filling me up. What's that? What you got there? And weed wasn't legal yet, dude. It was like 98 or 97 or 98. At the end of the show, you know, you fucking yelled at me. I felt pretty bad. It was like some George Costanza shit. So Dan Lilker was talking to me at the end of the show. And he goes, oh, you draw fucking underground comics, that's cool. So I drew this fucking 
cop, but I drew him as an animal, like a pig animal, and I made him getting his ass kicked, and he had a swastika armband, and I thought it was cool looking, you know? And his ass was getting kicked by some punk rock guy, and Dale Milker was like, Oh, you like abusing animals? <laughs> How motherfuckers can get that shit out of whatever? It's like... <laughs> anyway, stick around for the malt vinegar challenge with the mortician. I got more shit coming up, man. <laughs> I'll record that Twin Peaks show. C2 already said that he was going to quit if I did it. I can already count on him quitting. So let's say goodbye to C2. We'll keep the show punk. And we'll see how it evolves from here, man. Like, we'll be right back. Someone's come for a nutritious breakfast. What? Hello, my name is Boo. <laughs> Let me finish. Booberry, my ghostly good blueberry flavored cereal, Booberry, <laughs> is part of this complete breakfast. Frankenberry's got strawberry flavored marshmallows. Count Chocula's got chocolate marshmallows. But I've got blueberry flavored marshmallows. Frankenberry. Count Chocula. And blueberry. It's really not just a steady pour, right? Just, you, just use the meth foil as a funnel to pour them all, the hoisted, heisted. And you know it's at an angle, so it's, you know, angled, right? Oh my god. I, I station it and then I'll it's like it that to, right yeah yeah but squeeze that motherfucker like this yeah perfect hold on and then we'll fucking film it and okay okay hold on I'll tell you when I'm gonna all right filming it. shit is closing no face just this right yeah okay and then get the rest of the I'm so glad I stole these hundred fucking malt vinegar fucking packages today from all from Lon John Silver's. Well, you'll tell me when you're fucking starting. And I already had, I'm so glad I had the fucking bottle already, man. Now I'm refilling the bottle from like, how many packages did I steal? What does that look like? 300? <laughs> and 64,000. God damn, it was a lot. Okay, you ready? This is the historic his moment. Three. Oh shit! Alright. I'm, oh man, I don't know if it's going to be a full bottle. Oh shit! Oh shit! Woo! Oh, most a fucking full fucking bottle. Okay, well, if I'm still recording the podcast, though, that's what I'm giving them the. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not all about you, dude. No, I'm fucking no, around. I'm going to stop and start, you know? You're listening to Adam Air MD, GED, Underground Cartoon Therapy. <laughs>